Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. Thanks so much for carving some time out of your busy day to spend with us. Uh, today we're going to be talking to um, talking about children being in the, the media industry, um, you know, you, you hear about STEM and STEAM and you always think about, or I do, I always think about the science, you know, technology, engineering, arts, and math, but I really never associate that directly to media. So let me, uh, I just recently read an article and it said media can be a powerful learning tool for children, exposing them to novel concepts they might not otherwise be exposed to and potentially sparking their interest by making learning engaging. I thought that was really interesting because one of the things that we uh, really want to do is make learning engaging for our kiddos. So my guest today is Kay Hill. Kay is Executive Vice President of Programming with Six Pixels. She has written and produced over 200 shows for major networks, including Discovery, National Geographic, and the BBC. Six Pixels is a creative youth education franchise from Florida Film Academy, which offers classes in film, stop motion, YouTube, and photography. So as we know, YouTube is a big deal as well, and a lot of people out there are taking advantage of that. So please help me in welcoming Kay Hill today. Kay, welcome to the show. Thank you, Linda. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. I tell you, it's just so very interesting when I look at some of the STEAM and the STEM uh, classes and organizations that are being created to support our kiddos in taking over the, the leadership of our country, taking over the leadership of our companies. So, Kay, what I also see is that many times, like yourself, there's usually a backstory as to why you, you were involved with Six Pixels. Is there one for you as well? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, as you mentioned in the introduction, you know, myself, there are three of us that own Six Pixels, myself, two colleagues, and we are professional filmmakers. Um, you know, we've been making documentaries, films for various uh, networks for probably a combined four decades, which is a very long time. But about 10, 10 11 years ago, uh, we were approached by a local school in Florida who asked us if, you know, we would come in and mentor the kids 
um, and a little sound plug, you know, while we were kind of in the country and not traveling, filming ourselves, and we did, and there was a handful of kids, and, you know, it was just the best time just seeing them, you know, collaborate, their imaginations, pulling it together. Well, it very quickly became viral, and, you know, that small handful of children became an extremely large group of children, and, you know, a couple of years later, we founded Florida Film Academy um, to facilitate, you know, we realized that this was just missing in their lives, this kind of creativity, this means of accessing creativity and steam was missing. So Florida Film Academy was founded 10 years ago. We continue to, you know, make our documentaries and, you know, work with the kids. And we had teachers that came in and worked with us. And, you know, as is the origin of the company, Florida Film Academy itself began to grow. Um, we went from one backlot studio to two studios. Um, we, were, we had children coming in from all over the world to do our summer programs. And we had people contacting us from all over the U.S. saying, you know, can you please come here and just run something here in the summer and work with our kids? And we did for a while. We had what we called our little creative pop-up. And it was brilliant. I mean, it was absolutely lovely being out there and working with them. But, you know, we couldn't be everywhere. And that's really where Six Pixels started. That's how it was born. It was a means for us to take what we had created and what we developed over those 10 years and allow other people the opportunity, you know, to take that and make that their own um, successful business. Sure. And, um, Kay, what age range are are your students, what, what is the best age range for them to participate? They, they can start age three. Um, so we have programs that start three and up, um, and we work with students all the way through high school. Uh, so, wow. you know, there's really quite a range. And it really does, um, you know, we have curriculums that are broken down into different subsets of ages, so three to five, you know, five to seven, seven to ten. Um, so, yeah, it, it's really quite a wide spectrum. You know, storytelling, imagination, it's part of the human DNA. Um, mm-hmm. So however young you are, I mean, if you think about little kids at Christmas, you know, they'll get a toy in a box. They do so much more with that box mm-hmm. when it comes to the storytelling and the imagination. So it's something that, you know, we are just born with. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there is no age. You should never, ever stop telling stories. Right, right. And that's something that's not told, uh, not taught, I should say, in the school system. Um, it's not something that they're encouraged to do. Uh, it, I feel as though that many of the school systems are just stuck on teaching them to, so that they pass the test. What, whatever that test is, it, they are t- being taught just to make sure they pass that test. Yeah, it's true. And I think, you know, there's many reasons for that. There's a lot that children do have to get through. There's a lot that right. teachers do deliver to them. And they do have very limited time to do that. So I think having access to, you know, a variety of extracurricular opportunities like this enables mm-hmm. parents to, you know, at least enrich the children's education with that additional, um, you know, STEM, STEAM, creative input. 
Mm-hmm. So do you work directly with the schools or how do you, um, how is it, that, what vehicle do you use? How do you get your program delivered to the kiddos? We have a number of different models. So we do work within the school system. The, the children will finish their regular school day. Um, we'll turn up and we'll run classes at the end of the school day. Um, we have, you know, community outreach programs. So, you know, we'll go to various community locations and run programs. And we also have um, facilities. We have brick and mortar um, that we operate. Now, that isn't something that is required of a franchisee. There are a number of different ways of operating a six-pixel studio. Um, but we have facilities that the, um, the students come to directly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... When you're talking about uh, the programs that you deliver, could you give us an example of one of what one of those programs would look like? What is it that that you're bringing into the schools? What is it that you're actually teaching them? Our most popular in-school program is our Make a Movie program, and that's very much um, elementary school based. We do go into middle and high schools, but on you know a different basis. But so the kids basically are learning to create stories. Um, they learn to film them, direct act in the stories. They're editing them, and they really are just creating their own little films. And you know, I have to say that is is one of our definitely one of our most popular programs across the entire age spectrum that we mm-hmm. teach. And you know, if you think about that and. Um, it's placed within the world of STEM, you know, you have the math involved, the technology, obviously, but you have the math involved in direction. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have the science of filming. We, we, have, we have animation, stop motion, YouTube, um, make a movie, photography, and all of those things and those curriculums have this really kind of beautifully intertwined, you know, STEM and academic education um, throughout the program. So, you know, when you're learning animation, you're learning geometry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody hates geometry <laughs> unless, mm-hmm. unless it comes mm-hmm. out of drawing your favorite character. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so it's surprising, you know, just what you're, you're absorbing by doing those activities. Yeah, I you know I would see as you're describing this, I would see that it would help boost their self confidence and uh, allow them to you know maybe even do better in some of their other classes just because they felt more confident in speaking up. Yes, yes, definitely. I mean, there's you know there's many many. STEM programs out there and you know collectively they do a lot of good for kids and I think what we have to remember is every child is an individual and every child is going to learn through a different mechanism so you know what we've done with this is we've taken what we we know kids already love you know they love the movies they love doing Mm -hmm. their little YouTube things they love going on their social media and you know putting on their photograph and you know doing funny little TikToks and all of that kind of thing. Um, so if you can take that uh, uh, and sort of just expand how that can develop them, how they can use that, you know, to develop as an individual. So the academics and the STEAM, you know, that, as we've said before, I mean, that's incorporated, that goes without saying. But it really 
helps develop their personal representation, you know, communication, teamwork. But, but further than that, you know, by directing a movie, they're learning how to delegate. They're learning how to, how to manage, not just mm-hmm. other people, but how to manage a situation, um, you know, how to work their way creatively through something. And with the way, you know, science, technology, engineering, and math is are crucial for children to learn, and they're crucial skills for the future marketplace. Um, you know, studies have now said that, well, employers actually want a little more than that. They want them to be right. able to communicate want them to be able to Mm -hmm. but then take it into you know today's storytelling mechanisms you know they're going to be working with social media they're going to be working with this visual representation of who they are within a company and we're teaching them how to manage that as well you know Mm -hmm. how to set themselves up for success within that environment Mm -hmm. you know when you're talking about storytelling um Sometimes people don't realize the importance of that. But storytelling, this is my perspective of it, storytelling is taking a lot of bits of information, details, data, and then connecting it in a way that people can easily follow the line uh, and, and, and really understand the concept. Is, is that the way that you teach these kids to put together a story? We do. I mean, there are diff- many, many different ways of telling a story. And, you know, we work with the basic story structure with our students. Um, but at the same time, we don't force them into that structure. You know, if you think about it, the, just think about children and the way they are. You know, you're sitting with a family around the dinner table having dinner at night, and it's how was your day? Fine. How is your fine? You know, mm-hmm. what we're trying to teach them is they don't necessarily have to answer those questions with one long, you know, beginning, middle, and end, but they're learning to start to develop the answers to those questions. And they're mm-hmm. learning to start to build the confidence to put those, those elements of the stories together. And, you know, we all have, every single day, every one of us tells a story Every one of us, you know, whether you're chatting with the lady at the checkout, whether you're talking with your friend over coffee, whether you're talking with your family over dinner, you're telling a story. So it's a form of communication more than anything else is learning how to tell these stories. It really is. And I think the misconception is that a story is fiction. A story Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be, you know, I'm a documentary writer, so you know, factual stories are my passion. Um, but, you know, a story can and, and very often is fact. Um, and, you know, that's what then builds into future careers. It builds into college applications. It builds into understanding that, you know, I can actually say, well, I want to be a filmmaker because I saw my first film when I was seven and it was really important to me. But I can learn how to say it in a way that cuts me above I can learn mm-hmm. how to tell a story. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I absolutely love that. So as we're talking about what Six Pixels actually offers, let's talk a little bit about that franchise opportunity, Kay. Um, when, when someone is looking at Six Pixels, are you looking for someone who actually has some 
film or education background? No, not at all. I mean, we welcome people from very, you know, different backgrounds um, into the franchise. The, the key for us really are people who genuinely have a passion for youth and community. So, you know, they're inspired to do something to help develop young people, to help support them, you know, through and into um, college and beyond. So Mm -hmm. that's very important to us. But having a a background in education, having a background in media isn't required. And we've developed this in such a way that, you know, training is a key part of that, obviously. Um, We have quite extensive training. We have five days in person. um, And that covers, you know, the business aspects, marketing, but also in classroom, actually physically working with the children and working Mm -hmm. with our instructors. Our curriculum uh, is written in such a way that, you know, you can, following that training, you can pick it up and feel very confident in what you're doing. Um, And, you know, going back to to what we were saying at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what background our franchisees come from. They are actually a storyteller anyway. Mm. Mm. So true. Yeah, absolutely. So when when you're talking about doing the training and and offering your franchisees the training behind this, um, do you also help them to to develop their territory? Uh, how do you help them in building those relationships with schools, and which schools would be the best fit for Six Pixels? We actually have franchisee homework. Um, so prior to Discovery Day, part of our process um, is a package of franchisee homework. Um, now, we've already done internally quite a lot of the legwork of that homework, but we want the franchisee to go out there themselves and to explore the answers to the questions that you've just raised. Is it possible to get into my school district? Who else is out there? You know, who are my competitors in this market, if there are any? How do I approach my customers? Um, What are my opportunities for marketing? You know, what groups are there that I can join? So we really like them to have, you know, put put their boots on and jumped out there and done the groundwork, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, before we then move forward with the discovery day. And we feel that we can, we can do, we can do that in reverse. We could give them all of that information. And we do in fact have all of that information quite early on in the process. Um, But, you know, I think by asking them or suggesting that they go out and do it themselves, it's giving them the opportunity to, to really understand um, what they're picking up and what they're about to move forward with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then do you give them the training in how to actually do that? Because someone coming out of corporate, uh, having a job for their whole career, they may not really know how to approach a school or who in the school to speak with. Do you help to um, mentor them through that? Yes, we do. We give them all the tools required um, to do that. And if you think about it, you know, moving into an industry like this, even if you're going to be a passive franchise operator, you know, you still have to understand where your business is going, who your business is working with, how your business is communicating. And 
communicating with the schools, with the parents, with the community is fundamental to a business like this. So, you know, Mm -hmm. being able to take those tools, to work with our team, and to go out there and begin that process, I think, you know, is quite an important step, particularly if it's something you haven't done before, because it's going Mm -hmm. to be something you're going to have to do an awful lot more in the future. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So uh, for those of you listening to the recording, this is September 15th, 2020. And I, I have given up on saying whether we are in or out or in the middle of this pandemic. Um, how has that, uh, the state of um, our nation today, how has that impacted your franchisees and the way you deliver your your education products just what we teach we teach creative thinking we teach our children to look at situations look at problems look at obstacles and think through those and that's exactly what we've done now you know we we did go online with live um, classes which has been actually hugely successful we did operate we have in fact operated in person um across the whole year we've given our parents a choice um we've given them the choice of continuing with their classes in a live virtual environment or continuing with their classes in person with obviously all um official guidelines in place and we've embraced the ability for our franchisees to be able to connect into that so we immediately, you know, restructured curriculums for a very different in-person experience. We allowed their students to come into our live online um, system, and they came in as well to, you know, familiarize themselves and effectively retrain on delivering it online. Um, and it's, it has been a huge success. Um, none of us knew what we were in for, honestly, right. in March. April, we really didn't, um, and it's been it's been an interesting experience. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm actually really pleased and you know amazed at what our team has achieved through this. And we are now back in person and online. We're running both. We're in schools, um, and we're running study pods um, for the new you know homeschool environment. We run blended learning where we actually have online coming into our classrooms um, mm. and we have kids still making movies they're making movies by creating different scenes in different places and bringing them together so you know our kids are really embracing this and really using what they're learning um, to overcome these these difficulties I think one of the, the hardest things that kids have had to face with this has really been that sort of lack of physical communication with people. Um, you know, that's been very difficult for them through this. I think for mm-hmm. everybody, actually, it's been very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. You know, one of the things that, that you you said that is that you, you practice what you preach. What I have been saying all along is that challenging times um, really uh, are challenging us to become more creative. And what I see are those leaders that are able to quickly pivot by getting creative in the moment and support their franchisees. They're 
much more successful and the pause isn't as long. So it sounds to me like you were able to act quickly and uh, develop an online program that the kids were able to continue and your franchisees were able to continue their business. So kudos on that, Kay. I, I, I love seeing companies get creative, especially in these challenging times. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great to see how everybody's pulling together and coming through this. Yeah, definitely. I'll tell you what, Kay, we're um, at the commercial break, and I always love stories. So when we come back from commercial break, do you have any stories that you could share with us? Absolutely, yes. Very good. Folks, um, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with more from Kay Hill of Six Pixels. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898, or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Jest Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Biostetis. We're here today with Kay Hill with Six Pixel Studio. So, Kay, I was asking if you happen to have some stories to share with us. I think our stories over the years, many of them really are the stories of our students um, and their success. Um, I mean, you know, we have young photographers, for example. We have a group of young photographers that would turn up every week. They worked brilliantly together. You know, they were with us for, for some time, and they worked so incredibly hard. And within the space of a year, entered a couple of competitions, um, to win two possible outcomes and won them both. And they were actually the photographers that opened one of um, a major hospital here in Florida. They were the opening exhibition. And they also had their own exhibition in a local city hall. Um, Now, bear in mind, you know, these kids were 11 to 13. They were were young kids when they were doing this. And, you know, their work was incredible. I mean, we have another... 
we have so many award winners. And that's, that's one of the beautiful things. And that's something that, you know, it's almost impossible for me to, to describe. But when these kids work so incredibly hard on, on their films, they enter into festivals. We're very focused on giving kids the opportunity to experience real-world situations. So we encourage them to enter competitions and festivals. Um, you know, they've won over 40 major awards in the past two years, but to see them standing on that red carpet, you know, to see their faces, it's, it's an amazing thing to be a part of. We have another young student who studied with us when he was 11, won lots of awards in documentary, and is now a published author. He's 19. Um, but I think wow. also, from the point of view of our franchisees, I think what's been really kind of interesting for us to see is the diversity of their background. You know, our very, very first franchisee were or are um, a young couple with two boys, and they were actually looking for this for their children. And they found six pixels. We weren't in that area, and they loved it so much that they went ahead and joined the family. So, Mm. you know, it's really seeing... I think what we enjoy in the stories that we enjoy the most are the, the successes of others that are, are coming through, you know, the program. Sure. I could see, um, Kay, where this could maybe change the direction that a kid's life would go in uh, just by tapping into creativity that may not have, um, there may not have been an outlet for before. So it sounds like you know, you're just creating an opportunity for kids to just blossom. And that's exciting. Yeah, I think, you know, letting them know that it's okay to be who they are. I think, you know, so often they're given tasks and challenges that require a, a formula, that require a method to take them from A to B. And what we're saying is it's okay to think the way you think. You know, it's okay to be that person that might actually start at B, and then work their way to A, and you found the solution that way. Um, mm. You know, it's okay to be that person. And I think that really changes their, their self-perception and really builds confidence in, you know, who they are and where they can go with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Kate, this is really an exciting program. I, I love what you're doing, and I love the expertise that you're bringing. If someone's listening now and uh, maybe they would like to have more information, maybe about what you offer with Six Pixels, or maybe about the franchise opportunity. How would they find out more information and get in touch with you? They could certainly go to our website, which is www.sixpixelsstudios.com, or feel free to drop me an email. Um, it's k k a y at sixpixelsstudios.com. And six is spelled out, S-I-X. It's not the, it the number six. Yes, very yeah. good. So we're down to the final questions here. The first question, Kay, is if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest they do to prepare for the process? I think re- I, I, research would be very important, you know, really uh-huh. genuinely research, not just what you the concept to be, but what it's going to mean for you every single day, you know, how that then plays out for the next however many years of your life. Um, 
So absolutely do your research, and not just on the contact, but research what's in your area already. Um, mm-hmm. You know, research, looking for something in this arena. Um, I live here. You know, is this an opportunity that that's waiting to happen in this area? And honestly, I think that my second um, piece of advice would be speak to a franchise consultant. You know, mm-hmm. they'll be able to help you really navigate. They, you know, franchise consultants work with franchises like ourselves all the time, um, but they're able to help you navigate whether or not that is the right franchise for you. You know, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll help do an awful lot of the research and an awful lot of the homework. And I think it's it's a very, very valuable resource um, that mm-hmm. I think, you know, potential franchisees should take advantage of. Yes, most definitely. The second question here is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? In our particular instance, well, I, I don't know. I think the first would apply to, to any business would be passion. You know, you need a passion for the business that you're about to embark on. Um, and I, I think, secondly, be realistic. Um, you know, you can take the passion, you can love what that, that business is, but you are still going to be running a business. Um, so, you know, be realistic um, about what is involved with that and, you know, have that drive to follow that through. Yeah, yeah, both of those are, are critical, critical to have. And the final question here is, what does the future of franchising look like? I believe going to be a lot more diverse in terms of the potential franchisees that we're going to start seeing coming through. I think a lot of younger people um, are going to be more interested in securing a future that they have some control over. Um, and I think, you know, recent events is, is something that's getting them thinking that way. The lack of, of, let's, you know, be frank, the lack of potential lack of future corporate security um, that people had so many years ago. Um, I think it's just having people think differently across, across generations. So mm-hmm. I think it, that there's a very strong future for franchising. I think, think people do now want to take some control over their lives. But I do think mm-hmm. we're also in a lot of younger people, um, at least exploring the possibilities. Mm-hmm. And I'd like mm-hmm. to see a lot more people moving into to their own businesses. Certainly, certainly. And uh, a business like Six Pixels does allow you to um, have a passive type of income on the side. So for those who may not be real, they may not be ready to jump off uh, and leave that corporate paycheck right away, this would be something that they could build on the side and then someday work into running it full-time, couldn't they? Yes, very much so. Um, one of our franchises actually is doing that. You know, He has a full-time position, um, and he has a team that operates the, the franchise, so, yes, we do have models that work to, you know, every ambition effectively. So people who want to be hands-on, people who want to be passive, people who want to be full-time, part-time, um, it is structured in a way that you can adapt the franchise to suit your own ambitions. Yeah, that's perfect. 
Kay, one more time, if someone's listening, how would they find out more about Six Pixels and what you have to offer? They can email me, which is kay at sixpixelstudios.com or go on our website. We're we're quite transparent about the the franchise information, and that's sixpixelstudios.com. Wonderful. Kay, thanks so much for being on the show today. I really enjoyed learning about Six Pixels and how you're helping kiddos out there. No, thank you for inviting me. I've enjoyed it very much. Very good. So, folks, you know, we're always looking for uh, something different, maybe something that's more creative. And I would have to say that um, as, as well as offering something creative to the kids, I'd have to say that franchisee is probably enjoying the creativity there as well. So I'm going to leave you with this quote. Children learn as they play. Most importantly, in play, children learn how to learn. And this is Fred Donaldson. He's an uh, entrepreneur and teacher. I love that last line, children learn how to learn. I think that's one of the things that Six Pixels is certainly doing. They're helping the kids learn how to learn. Folks, thanks for being with me today on All Things Franchising, and we'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.